Hello and welcome to the West Indian Chalkland podcast. We're uh, we're one minute removed from uh, the full time whistle. Uh, away at Camelhead, where West have won two one away. Uh, a game that was probably I was saying at half time when it was one all. It's probably a a nil nil game then. It's probably a one nil game to West. Uh, but I'm here with Rob Lee. Uh, we'll get your reaction. So I think we've got a couple of lifts home, and uh, we'll be quite quick about this. But uh, so how was that game for you? Um, not great to watch but it's a really important win I think after the last two games just getting any sort of win was most important um, really scrappy game service didn't help and I think one moment of quality in the entire game which is the second goal Lee Grimshaw's goal has sealed the win and it's a, it's a really really big win so we'll, we'll walk through the goals as we always do so the first goal was uh well, the, the, lads, the lads are coming over now uh, and being clapped off by the travelling support because, which deservedly, because it was uh, a result where they had to uh, they had to dig in. Yeah. Really difficult result to get, but uh, so the first goal was West have been probably in the ascendancy for the first twenty minutes, and then uh, there's a long ball forward which the defence didn't deal with, and AJ came out on the pitch which was uh, in cricket parlance was dead like. Kind of, kind of pitch where Steve Smith could have batted for an entire month and not got out. So, like the bounce, uh, the bounce uh, did uh, AJ. But how was that? F- how, how was that first goal for you? Um, well, it's the shade of the penalty from Tuesday night. The long balls been allowed to bounce, um, and AJ's come out. And I wouldn't really blame AJ. He was put in a sort of impossible position. Their, their strikers got to it first and put it in the empty net. Yeah. And uh, the West goal was equally ridiculous. Yeah. It was uh, Ben Steer who, uh, down the left, tried to cross in, deflected, and like a catalogue of errors for, um, from Camel Laird in the deflection, uh, followed by uh, their keeper palming it into the roof of the net. Well, yeah, and we can't see if it was going in or not, so I'm not sure if it's a Steer's goal or an own goal, but I'm sure Ben will claim it. Yeah. But it came at a really good time, like seven minutes to our time, where it didn't look as if it was going to happen for us yeah. in the first half. So it was almost a bonus goal to go in at our time. Yeah, like it was that, that, like, cause we hadn't, outside of the first 20 minutes, it hadn't looked like we were uh, we were going to get anything. Uh, in the same way that before their goal, they didn't, they didn't look like they, they were getting anything. So it was too two goals where it's a gift to each side so as I say it looks like it was going to be it should have been a nil-nil game at half time uh, aside from two, give, uh, two gifts from both defences uh, but the second half is a lot different uh, give a, a little brief of that before we uh, before we move on West were the much better team in the second half really really um, improved after the break um, had a few half chances before the goal the goal was fantastic great play from James Cotty and Marty Boland to set Lee Grimshaw free and his finish was unerring into the bottom corner well it's very much if you've seen the Harry Kane goal where he's falling down where uh, Grimshaw looks like he might not be able to get onto it which yeah, yeah he just uh, managed to poke it past the keeper and uh, after that as well there were a couple of chances where West could have could have nicked it but it was game you talk about like half chances full chances whatever they were so, like, if you were doing this on XG, it'd have been very low because there were very few chances. Um, well, the second half was quite an intense game, but we managed to—I think we managed to control the second half. Yeah. Um, there's a few tackles towards the end. These started to get a bit heated, but we kept our heads, which is good to see. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's much needed when um, we're probably well. It, 
there'll probably be something on the website of it, but um, we've had a sweet through today, and it's rumoured before we got up through that uh, the assistant manager, Warren Jones, has left. I can't really speak to that, because it's... Um, I've no idea, so we'll probably put something out on the website, but just to to kind of put a, a lid on our, uh, I was going to say our league crisis, but what could have been a league crisis given we're not playing for another, not playing in the league for another three weeks yeah. to finish September with a win yeah. uh, is incredible. Um, but yeah, uh, given we're all, we're all getting left home, I think everybody's looking at leaving. Uh, I think Rob McKay's going to be doing an interview with Brad Cook after this, but just get your uh, your final thoughts on that uh, on that game. Final thought, special mention to Lee Grimshaw. He was absolutely fantastic today. Man of the match, by my, in my opinion. Yeah, he looked dangerous every time we got the ball. Um, really strong. He's the one player that consistently put their uh, their defence on the back foot and won his, won his yards and also uh, yeah, earned his chances. I'd completely agree with that. But yes, uh, thank you very much for, uh, for your, uh, your input on the podcast and also for, uh, I was going to say, for suffering through this. It was just, it's more suffering. Like If we'd have won the last two games, it wouldn't have been a shoe. Uh, yeah. It was more just, we just need to win this more than anything. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. We said, said at the start of the podcast that it was a game just needed to win. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't, doesn't matter how, doesn't matter what yeah. the scoreline was, just get a win. I, say, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say we, there was no crisis, but this sort of draws a line under the last two games, I think. Yeah, wonderful. Um, so next up, we've got a uh, we've got uh, Brad Cook speaking to Rob McKay, I believe. And after that, we'll probably have like the uh, the car podcast bit, like the third part, where it'll be the the debrief from fans uh, on the way home. But thank you for listening and enjoy part two. Cheers. Are you not doing another part three in the car? Are you? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Hello and welcome to part two of the West Desmond Charlton podcast. Unfortunately, uh, we are unable to, I was going to say unable to, uh, we've not got a uh, Brad Cook interview today. Um, the the nature of away games is that like, people need to get away. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, Chairman Rob McKay wasn't able to get an interview with Brad. Uh, but we do have a chat with uh, fans on the way home. Uh, Thanks to a lift from KRL Mike. So, hopefully, you enjoy your listening to that, and we'll probably have an interview with Brad uh, on Saturday after the game of Nelson. Cheers! Hello, and welcome to the West Sisters Short Podcast, part three. Um, I'm going to be interviewing a variety of people actually, because uh, we're on the uh, on the KRL Mike podcast. Uh, I was going to say coach home uh, car tour. home uh, magical mystery the tour. magical mystery tour as uh, Kira, uh, Kira Mike's put it but uh, we'll start with uh, just get some fans reaction we'll start with uh, with Grey um, how was today for you? Uh, I thought today was um, today was a good bounce back f- from a couple of difficult games for West to like kind of uh, showing showing what we are capable of, of again maybe Uh the first half was a bit shaky. Uh, yeah. Even though West weren't awful, like we went, we went behind, and I think at that point there was a little bit of worry kind of going along around the fans. There, yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we came back and we we ended the first half well. I thought second half we did really well. Actually, there were some really good performances there. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. And for um, 
I'm also sat next to uh, Daniel Green, who I was going to say by profession, but uh, as a footballer, you're a you're a keeper. Yeah. Uh, the the first goal was it was a, a long ball that probably the defence could have dealt with, mm. um, and then AJ came out and it bounced under his foot due to how dead the pitch was. Uh, you've got a lot of thoughts on that. Do you want to just um, to illustrate us, to illuminate us a little bit on that? Uh, I think if you haven't seen the goal, it looks quite poor from a goalkeeper perspective. But um, for me, uh, as Rob pointed out, the, the pitch didn't help the situation. Yep. So uh, both defenders, maybe one of them could have took command of the situation headed the ball clear. But once the ball ran through, the ball didn't really like carry with any bounce. Yeah. Um, but AJ was quite positive off his line and he, I'm sure he'll admit that he maybe could have cleared it um, but the same thing that I argued at the same time uh, when it happened was he prevents so many goal scoring opportunities by being so active off his line well, uh, well just, to, just to slightly interrupt you like the as I said to you shortly after the goal for the amount of times in the last couple of seasons with very different keepers like another keeper might have just let that bounce, let it go through, and have still conceded, but wouldn't have looked like it was their fault yeah. because they were still still on their line it, it, and they just shot past. Whereas AJ, part of AJ's game is that he comes out and he's very proactive in it, and occasionally, like two, three, four times a season, he might concede a goal because of that. But I, I, it, I it, think, it saves um, you a lot more. He will concede goals because he's so far out of his goal. Um, but actually the team plays a more attacking way because he's so high up the pitch yeah. so the defence plays higher the midfield plays higher because he actually comes and sweeps so much that you can accept that there might be an error within one in ten games where he comes out and doesn't necessarily make the uh, connection that he wants to but actually he's um, he, he, you know just because we haven't conceded doesn't mean he's not um, been playing a really active part in our defence the, the games I've watched he's been so aggressive as a goalkeeper that he's uh, come out prevented goal scoring opportunities by just being so high up off his line and playing you know outside of his box that the way today happened it, he did nothing wrong until the ball reached his feet so you know if he'd have cleared the ball everyone was saying it was a fantastic goalkeeper yeah. um, I, I completely agree because when he um, yeah. like yeah. With I was going to say with lesser keepers, but with different with other keepers, it might like that. I was going to say mistake. Mistakes are the wrong way of putting it, but well, that error might have stopped him playing. But he was still well. He's still waiting until very last, like for the second half. But people, pe- pe- people, were, people closed him down, and he was still just like chopping it past them, um, making the right passes rather than just booting it long. I thought they were um, they were particularly looking to like put the ball into the wide areas, yeah. uh, where usually you rely on your fullback to clear it. But yeah. actually, uh, AJ was coming off his line very quickly and clearing it out straight away, or even actually putting his foot on the ball and playing it and knocking the ball back up the pitch. Um, where you know that that he took a lot of responsibility from his defenders to do that. Um, you could go back to last season where if you knocked the ball into the fullback area for West you'd have a chance of an attacking team getting on the ball and maybe putting a cross in or holding the play up and moving your team yeah. forward he, he actually puts us further forward on the pitch so you know I've got no complaints about the goal we conceded other than well if he could have, if he could have cleared it great but 
I'd expect him to be in that position every time that ball went forward. Well, you, you're you're uh, you're very. I was going to say you're very critical, but as a goalkeeper yourself, I know that you're um, you're highly critical of uh, goalkeepers and also they're all wrong, all wrong game rather than say a typical fan who might criticise a keeper for not making a save. You understand their entire game and what they're trying to do, and um, rather than just uh, criticising them on shot stopping or yeah, yeah. I, I think I think you know for me watching him, he's been. Um, Absolutely fantastic. He doesn't make a million saves a game, but that's because of how he organises defence. The defence has been better this season versus last season because he he organises them. I standing near him on a pitch, you can hear how vocal he is and how demanding he is of like his of the defence and the team that uh, he sets a standard. So you know. Um, He'll probably be disappointed in the goal because he's not because of himself, but because of the team could have de- dealt with the ball over the top better. Yeah, so I'd, I'd, like having 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 spoke to him um, briefly during the first half, I said to him like, "Keep playing, keep playing, AJ." And he's like, "We need to be doing better in defence." And I completely agree uh, that goal wasn't his fault. But I'll um, I'll move on to uh, people we've got in the back. We've got uh, we've got Annika and Jack. Just um, we'll get a um, just to get a. Uh, a one sentence analysis from both of you because I, I appreciate Jack yourself you're uh, you, you're quite hungover <laughs> so I won't put any pressure on you but just for uh, for travelling West fans like how how was the game for you we'll start with you Annika how was it I think we did well considering the pitch looked like it had just been ploughed by a tractor okay. and a bit like a bog yeah yeah well that's wonderful and uh, and yourself Jack how was that for you uh, the chips were absolutely awful. <laughs> And I didn't like the insults from their number six. Uh, Completely unwarranted and hurtful. Yeah, so the uh, so just to just to give that some context, uh, the number six um, accused of shopping at charity shops, which 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 we completely do, yes, uh, as a fan base. What is his problem with charity? That's the the main issue. But um, yes, he accused of uh, uh, shopping in charity shops, which is. A very fine and noble thing to do. Uh, so, just to end this podcast, uh, we will. Amy Durant, you're a, you're a regular on this now. Do you want to give uh, some context to the game? Uh, Mike could ask you, but obviously you're uh, you're concentrating on driving. Don't screw. Don't want to confuse you. Uh, Amy, so how was that for you? Just a, a couple of sentences. Um, well, to be quite honest, I don't feel like I'm in a position to comment that much because I was having a chat for most of the game. But I agree with what's been—I <laughs> agree with what's been said. Um, first half, mm, it wasn't tight; it was a bit slack. And I think the second half, yeah, really great, especially after the second goal, really good. Yeah, and I think after uh, you know a couple of disappointing West games, it, it looks like back on track. Wonderful. Um, so we're next at home against Nelson on Saturday uh, for the. I think I think it's the Player Match Cup. It's one of it's one of the the League Cups. Uh, we'll have something on the website about that. But yes, we're back at home. Uh, West have won today, which means uh, we're still in the top four, still in the promotion uh, promotion back race. On back on the horse. Um, and for a personal point of view, I haven't spoken to like I spoke to Brad who. There should be an interview in the middle of this with uh, with Ron Mackay, but probably saying it was very important that we won today, given that we've not got another league game for probably two or three weeks. But yeah, either way, uh, a scrappy performance, uh, but one that at the end of the season it looked great, given we're playing somebody in six. 
that's the end of the podcast really and uh, as always come on Wes come on Wes